This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. We're talking homegrown heroes here. Red Energy, owned by Snowy Hydro, a renewable energy leader. So 27-year-old batter, well-established at state level, makes a breakthrough. Brilliant in the BBL, comes back to 50-over cricket domestically, dominates there, and then first-class centuries in the shield. He's Matt Short, and he's delighting us at the moment. He drives through cover! He's done it! Matt Short brings up his 100, and it's the biggest chase in BBL history. They're throwing beers here at Adelaide Oval. Everyone's on their feet. It's a chase for the ages. Matt Short left nothing out there. He's 100 not out in one of the great T20 innings you'll ever see. It was exciting, no question it was exciting. And then Marsh Cup Century against Queensland and Shield Centuries against South Australia and New South Wales. Matt Short, it's great to see you. Welcome to the studio. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me on. It sounds all right, that innings, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's a it's a nice piece of audio. Um, yeah, throwing beers at Adelaide Oval. It's a yeah, pretty special moment. T- tell me about your form at the moment in your eyes. Yeah, it all seem, seems to be going pretty nicely. Um, everything's sort of come together um, the last few months. Um, yeah, feeling really confident at the moment, um, obviously helps when, when the team's winning as well. So, um, I think we've had, uh, four wins on the trot in the shield, shield now this year. So, um, yeah, hopefully another one this week in Perth and, um, that'll put us in a good spot for the shield final. You've been such a driving force in that. What, so what is it, what, what's happened? What's the key in your game you think that has unlocked this purple patch of form? Yeah, I mean, it's a tough question. I've been asked it a few times um, pretty recently. And I think looking back at my career so far, it's it's been up and down. And um, yeah, I've been informed before and, and you know, I've, I've slumped as well. But um, I think the form I'm in now, it's just, I've always, always been there before, but it's more about um, trying to stay there and, and be more as consistent as you can. And I think once I got that first hundred in, in Adelaide or coming off a couple of good big bash seasons, I think, um, it was all about consistency and trying to figure out, all right, how do I stay, um, you know, in this form? And, um, I put a big emphasis on that in the last couple of months. Um, you know, once you start scoring runs and trying to stay in that sort, that sort of mindset. So, um, I think it just comes down to that, that mindset and just being free and enjoying my cricket. Um, it's pretty cliche, but, um, you know, I'm love, loving playing at the moment. Um, obviously winning helps that and, um, being in good form, but, um, yeah, I think just taking the positives and, and playing a positive brand of cricket, I think suits me the best. I think I've heard you refer to Bazball. Is Bazball an inspiration to you? Yeah, I think so. It's, um, it's been awesome to watch, um, the England boys go about it. Um, but I had a, I had a phone call with, with our coach, Chris Rogers, um, it was after the big bash. So before we got back into shield cricket this year and, um, you know, we've sort of been struggling before big bash with form and, um, wasn't scoring the runs that I wanted to and, um, sort of playing around with different plans. And, um, I thought physically I was, my technique was fine. Um, it was just probably more mental, um, you know, not, not getting through tough periods or sort of throwing my wicket away and really dwelling on, you know, a play or miss or a nick or a drop catch or whatever. Um, 
but yeah, he, he rang me after Big Bash and we sort of come up with a plan of just go out there and, and play my natural game. And, um, you know, if you, if you nick off playing a, a cover, a nice cover drive, then, you know, that's fine. Like next game you'll hit out in the middle or, um, just really taking the positive options and, um, and going from there. So I think it's really paying off now, just letting me be free out there in the middle and, um, just playing my natural game. It's so interesting that it's in the same shield season. So it, it was a tough time early. Did, did it represent something like rock bottom on the way to your big bash season? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's probably good in a way that the season is broken up by the big bash. I think you can get away if you are in a bit of a slump at the start of the season and get away in the big bash time. And, um, it's always, a lot of people say it's the, the fun time of the year and, you know, you can travel around and, and play an exciting game of cricket. So I think in a sense, it's good that, you know, the, the big bash does break up the, the shield season. You get away and, um, go and express yourself and have a bit of fun. And, um, I think having form and throughout the big bash and coming, so trying to bring that back into shield cricket, um, with that form and that confidence, I think, um, has been massive for me. So how significant was that night, that, that run chase, which the strikers were given no chance? I, my memory is I was in the hotel in Sydney. We'd had a godforsaken day with rain and light, and I needed a bit of joy in cricket. And there was the joy in cricket with you going about uh, a century in a record run chase. Yeah, it was such a strange night. I think that was the first night I'd um, stepped in as, as captain. Um, obviously, Hetty and Kez, who are our normal captains, were away, and Peter Siddle, our other stepping captain, was, was injured on the night. So um, I was fourth in line to, to take the reins and... Um, yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a strange night. Obviously, coming coming off at half time in the rooms to start padding up, and you you're chasing 230. Um, you know, you sort of thinking to yourself, "Geez, what have I done? Maybe maybe I shouldn't have been captain, or um, maybe I should have done this or that." And you're sort of thinking about the bowling and you know all the moves that you kind of make. So my mind wasn't really set on the, on the batting at, at that stage. But once I got out there, um, I suppose chasing 230, you got to play play shots from ball one, and um, yeah, lucky enough that. You sort of get a few away early and, um, yeah, it's sort of just a bit of a blur at, the, at you know, thinking back at it now and, um, yeah, it just happened so quickly and yeah, it was unreal. Is it a landmark moment in your, in your cricket career? Yeah, I think so. I think over the last few years, I've definitely sort of thought about, you know, making that breakthrough hundred or, um, didn't ever think I'd do it in a, in a big bash game. It was more, you know, trying to do it in a, in a shield game or, or a one day game for Victoria. So, um, yeah, that's sort of been dwelling on my mind a fair bit the last few years. And, um, you know, when it comes to contract talks and stuff like that, like, um, I think a lot of the coaches and whatnot say, you know, you, you haven't scored a hundred yet. Like, you know, when are we going to see it? Like we can't really keep, you know, pumping your tires up if you, you have, you're not scoring runs. So yeah, definitely over the last few years I've it's sort of been dwelling or it's been in the back of my mind, you know, I really need this hundred and, um, yeah, to get that breakthrough, um, in the big bash especially was, was unreal. And then it sort of flowed on from there. So into the Marsh cup and then into shield cricket, how satisfying are centuries in the red ball game for you? Yeah. Huge. I know. Um, yeah, as I said before, like, especially talking with Sean Graff, um, our previous GM, um, yeah, he was always like, you know, we need to see this hundred from you. And, um, yeah, I think it was just a massive relief, um, to be honest. Um, always knew I was capable. I've made, I think four, been out in the nineties, four times for the Vicks in the shield cricket. So, um, yeah, to, just to get that first one out of the way was, was huge. And, um, yeah, a bit of a monkey off the back. And then to do it again, as I think that's worth an awful lot, obviously to the team, but, uh, to repeat it and, and solidify that 
I mean, you've been the mainstay in the middle order. Yeah, it's always good to contribute, um, yeah, to the wins uh, for the boys. But, um, yeah, as I said, it's just once I'm in that form and, and get that 100, it's about trying to stay as consistent as you can. And, um, yeah, to be able to back that up again was, was again, massive for me and another stepping stone to um, hopefully a couple more. How aware are you of the, the conversations around the potential for national prospects, uh, especially in the white ball game, which uh, they seem like they're active conversations around you at the moment? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's been nice. I've sort of been been contacted a couple of times with, by George Bailey and um, and Tony Donomate as well. So it's always nice that, to know that your, your name's in conversation and um, I know the team's pretty, pretty set at the moment, but obviously in the white ball and... Um, a couple of World Cups coming up in the next couple of years. I think, you know, with Finchie retiring and, um, you know, a few few question marks over some guys, I think um, if I can keep scoring runs now, it's probably more a timing thing. And, um, you know, hopefully that time comes comes one day. But, um, yeah, it's just nice to, to know that your, your name is in conversation and to be in touch with um, national selectors is, is pretty cool. Yeah, it would be. So your timing might be right on. So 27, and it feels like the next... T20 team will represent the next generation, I suspect. So it's not till later this year and then the, the World Cup's beyond that. Is is there a sense within that uh, that core of your age group in the BBL that maybe your time is coming to come together as a group and be the next iteration of the Australian short-form team? Yeah, I mean, possibly. Um, you know, you're looking at guys now like Tim David and... Um, you know, Josh Inglis is thereabouts, Josh Philippi. There's guys, um, you know, around my age that are getting a crack now. So um, it's good to know that the selectors are sort of backing guys on form and, and, and role-playing as well. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely definitely hoping that one day, yeah, my, my name can, can get up in there. And, um, yeah, it's all just sort of wait and see now. And, and yeah, as, as I said, it's about scoring runs at the right time and um, being in form at the right time. Matt Short is with me in the studio. He's been making centuries for fun for Victoria since the BBL. So really interesting moment in the Shield season now is you've won four in a row. You were second and somehow or another in comprehensive victory against New South Wales, you got clipped by Queensland who have gone to two and now it's a trip to Western Australia. So it's the biggest possible task to try to win a place in the Shield final. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of kind of a tough one with all the bonus points and, and whatnot these days. So um, sort of based off run rate and how many wickets you take in a certain amount of overs. And yeah, Queensland pipped us this week. So, um, yeah, they're, they're obviously sitting above us in second and we're third. So, um, yeah, obviously a massive task to, to head over to the Wacker and, and play, play those guys. They, they obviously know their conditions pretty well. And, um, I suppose it's a lot tougher for the, the Eastern States to, to go over there on the, the faster bouncier wickets. So, um, no, we're definitely having the conversations and, and meetings to, to combat that and um, come up with plans against their bowling as well. So, um, no, really looking forward to the end of the year and um, seeing what plays out. What's the synergy like in the Victorian team at the moment? It's one of the more interesting phases I've seen. I spoke to Chris Rogers about it last week. So the captain's on national duty and a couple of other players. Some of the experience is not there and some of the forecast players are not there, but there's this young core that's come together in, certainly in recent weeks under Will Sutherland, and you have been a huge part of that, that that feels like it's driving the evolution of cricket in this state. Yeah, absolutely. I think going back to the start of the year during pre-season, um, you know, we had a, a massive flourish of young guys come in and, um, you know, Jimmy Pattinson left and we knew we knew our senior guys like um, Scotty Boland and, 
and Petey would, would be away. So, um, yeah, it was sort of left up to, to some of the younger or the middle-aged guys like myself and, um, you know, John Merlo was massive in it and Will Pekoski and obviously Will Sutherland as well. Um, just trying to step up through pre-season with that leadership role and um, really guide the young guys through it. And, yeah, I think we've sort of started a, a great great bond with a, such a young young group at the moment. So um, I think it's just even better to, to get a few wins in, into the guys as well. Um, you know, it's it's hard at times, I think, if you do fall to a few losses in a row, um, you know, some young guys can, can kind of, you know, go away from what they're, what they're naturally good at or, um, start to overthink a bit too much. But, um, you know, now that we're winning, um, three, four in a row, I think the boys are up in spirits and, um, although we're young, we're really up, up for the challenge, um, ready to take on Perth next week. So that's the shield season. What happens, what happens next? What does your cricket year look like? Are you involved in franchise cricket this year around the world? Um, I'm hoping to, yeah, there might be a, an opportunity in the IPL, um, potentially replacing Johnny Bairstow at Kings Punjab. Um, but yeah, my name's in the draft for the, the hundred over in England as well. Um, which is in August, but I think there's a, a little comp that's starting up in, in, uh, in America as well, the, the major league cricket. So that, yeah. that might be exciting as well. Hopefully my name's, um, being mentioned for that. So, um, yeah, hopefully a couple of potential opportunities coming up, um, Certainly, I think I'm over the, the cold pre-seasons here in Melbourne, so I wouldn't mind getting overseas and, and keeping the ball rolling. There are such great possibilities for this generation of cricketer, aren't there? With, I mean, there are exotic competitions like Pakistan and the, the T10 that was in um, Dubai, and then there's the more established. How, what would it be worth to you, do you think, for your experience to get a look at an IPL or 100? Yeah, huge, I think, um, especially coming off a couple of um, you know, decent BBL tournaments, um, just to get overseas and get your name out there in front of different coaches and, and different sort of world-class players. Um, I think it'd be massive for me. I think I'm at a time in my career where I can sort of start looking at other opportunities, you know, overseas and, um, obviously without interrupting any state stuff, but, um, yeah, I've always sort of wanted to, to head overseas and play in those different comps and, um, yeah, hopefully I'll get a couple of opportunities this year. What's life away from cricket for you? Matt, what, uh, what occupies your mind and your energies? Yeah, um, I've got a dog, got a three-year-old Kelpie who keeps me nice and busy, um, <laughs> plenty of walks, and uh, I love the beach, so we get to the beach a few, uh, a fair, fair few times a week. Um, love a bit of golf, play a bit of guitar, um, got a beautiful partner over in Adelaide, um, which is pretty fresh, so we try and sort of, you know, doing the distancing now, so um, yeah, we try and see each other when we can, but yeah, everything off field's gone really well. Any chance of one of the Melbourne teams getting you back for the BBL or you're solidly ensconced now that you've led the strikers? Yeah, I, I think, um, no, I love my time over in Adelaide. Um, yeah, they've been, been really good to me, um, giving me the opportunities at the top of the order there. Um, when my first couple of years there probably didn't go to plan. So, um, yeah, love, love Adelaide. I sort of went there on a few, like when they're growing up on holidays, um, you know, since I was younger. So, yeah got a big, big spot in my heart and obviously my partner's over there now. So, um, yeah, I, I love it. I'll probably, probably be staying there. Have you been watching this cricket in India? I have. Yes. What so, have you um, thought? It looks hard. I mean, yeah, there is a lot of criticism of players you know, when they're going out or, um, uh, falling in slumps. Um, but you just look at it and you're watching the ball and see what it's doing. Um, it looks so hard, but, um, 
yeah, I think this last test is going to be an interesting one. Obviously, which wickets they're going to play on, but um, yeah, I think they've done, obviously done well to to get the win over their last test. But um, yeah, it looks very tough. Have you ever been to a cricket ground where there have been two pitches being prepared for a game? I haven't. No, it's a very interesting concept. <laughs> it is indeed, Matt. It's great to see you. Thanks for coming in. The very best of luck in Perth initially, and then we'll follow your fortunes right throughout the year and uh, and see where cricket takes you. Thanks, Jared. Appreciate it. Good on you, Matt Short, who uh, has had a splendid couple of months. The the century for the strikers in the BBL, Marsh Cup century for Victoria, and then back to back centuries in Shield cricket. A homegrown hero for Red Energy, awarded Australia's most trusted energy provider by CanStar twice. Maybe it's time you switched to Red.